Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. So President Biden has decided to stop, halt permits for new liquefied natural gas LNG export projects. This is one of the dumber things he's done and a string of dumb things in his war against fossil fuels. We're going to bring in Senator Kevin Kramer, great friend, Republican of North Dakota. Senator Kramer, what's great about this, I really like this, is according to news reports, it was TikTok influencers that persuaded uh, John Podesta, the new climate czar, to convince Biden to halt the permits. So I would regard this as a new low and insult to our, uh, to the country, to the economy, to national security. What do you think? I, I agree with you, and I throw in the founders and the Constitution uh, being <laughs> right. equally insulted, if not more. Here, here's here's a little nuanced change in language. Um, you know, they used to say everything was about greenhouse gas emissions and reduction of greenhouse gas emissions and, you know, climate change emissions, all those things. But you might notice in this most recent, this most recent sort of you know, uh, wall, uh, if you will, on, on LNG export terminals, they're saying in, the, in his commitment, his being the president's commitment to reduce fossil fuel production. So, so suddenly, and, and the reason I had to say that, Larry, is because eliminating LNG exports increases greenhouse gas emissions because it turns clean gas opportunities over to dirty, polluting gas countries. Let me give you an example. I think it was 2018. I was, I was a congressman at the time uh, running for the Senate when Angie, which is a large utility in France, used to be owned by the French government, and the French government still owns a minority share of Angie. Angie had, had signed a long-term large contract for U.S. LNG for generating electricity, hmm. but then were persuaded to, to cancel that contract and replace it with gas from, guess where, Algeria and Russia. Mm-hmm. Now, our Department of Energy at the time had data that demonstrated that li- liquid natural gas in the United States versus gas from Russia natural gas in Russia put in a pipeline and sent to Europe is 40% dirtier, 40% greater greenhouse gas emissions than LNG from the United States of America. Mm. Whatever happened to concern for climate change and, and greenhouse gas emissions? The hypocrisy on top of just the, the silliness of it all is more than slightly frustrating to me. This is just, <clears throat> I think, political showmanship. I think they're looking to cater to uh, youngsters votes isn't Kevin uh, isn't um, natural the LNG then natural gas in general uh, I saw 40% less carbon than coal and even 30% less carbon than oil which goes to your point of course. <laughs> uh, this is not based on analysis 
And, you know, the other thing is Rick Perry always says this to me. Um, mm -hmm. If we imp if we exported more LNG, let's say to China, China coal burning, India coal burning, that would do far more to reduce carbon uh, emissions and so forth in the air than anything else. I mean, LNG is part of the solution, not the problem. Well, LNG is part of the solution, but LNG from the United States is an even bigger part of the is a, even a bigger solution because of how well we do it. And by the way, this is to, to the point of we do everything cleaner than the rest of the world, which is why why greenhouse gas emissions in the United States have reduced in the last 15 years more than the next eight reducing countries mm. added up. Mm. And and so. But remember, remember, remember during the campaign, the 2016 campaign, and I was doing some some surrogate work for for candidate Trump and uh, debated Hillary Clinton's climate czar twice at two two pretty big events. So in one was pretty well published, published, and and I remember that Hillary Clinton said, "Natural gas is a bridge fuel." Remember, they used to always say that natural gas is a bridge fuel, but we need to make sure. It's a very short bridge. Now, mm. can you imagine mm. trying to inspire and incentivize large investment? And as you know, this is very large capital investment stuff with a statement like that. And so to your point about, you know, this, this posturing, if you will, this political pandering, they don't even have to do what they say they're going to do to have a negative impact on the LNG industry because, again, who's going to invest in these mm. large LNG export terminals if you have this uncertainty that swirls around a goofy president and an administration that responds to TikTok for crying out loud? Yeah, that's the worst. Senator Kramer, I mean, doesn't this play into Russia's hands and even into Iran's hands? And then there's that. <laughs> and then there's that. <laughs> right. So, you know, I right. was I was in Kiev about, about less than a month before the, the war started. And at that time, we had not yet green-lighted the, uh, remember, Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Mm -hmm. and But the president wanted to do that. And everybody in Kiev, from Zelensky to the, to the uh, energy minister and a whole bunch of members of parliament and others, said, Please don't do that. Please don't. Do that. You're going to weaponize natural gas. He's already got the, you know th this leverage on us. Don't weaponize natural gas. Well, the president disagreed. He and I had a pretty robust 20-minute <laughs> discussion about it. <laughs> he disagreed, and he green-lighted the, uh, the Nord Stream 2. Mm. All the time, he should have been green-lighting more LNG terminals in the United States because Europe is begging for our natural gas. The geopolitical advantage of having LNG and a robust LNG export terminals and a lot of flagship, U.S. flagship tankers and whatnot, as well as others, and because remember, our friends who want the LNG, they are building the infrastructure to receive it. Well, if they can't rely on us, you know, and they're, more and more we're becoming a, a less reliable ally to our friends in Europe and other places. If they can't rely on us, um, what are they going to do? But they're going to be forced, you're exactly right, back into the arms of Vladimir Putin and, uh, and other bad actors. Mm, unbelievable. Senator Kramer, in the last minute or so, uh, do you know anything about this alleged uh, border deal in the Senate? Uh, 5,000 to 8,000 can come back in, you know, they can come over the line, 
no problem, uh, green cards, work permits, yeah. and all this stuff. It just sounds crazy to me. Do you know anything about this? Oh, I know I know a fair bit about it, but but the critics don't know nearly as much about it as they say because, of course, there's no there's no text yet. But mm. here's what I do know with regard to, say, to the 5,000 to 8,000 number. What that is, the 5,000 is if you get to 5,000 a day, the, the um, you know, coming across, which doesn't just include illegals, it includes the illegals plus the... 1600 or so that that come through with the, with the uh DHS app. Mm. If you get to that number, the border automatically, in other words, the president doesn't have discretion, the DHS secretary doesn't have discretion. It automatically mandatorily shuts down and it shuts down for several days a- until those numbers are reduced. So so it's not right now it's unlimited, right? There, mm. There's nothing that shuts them down except the will of the president. So this would this would improve on that plus building uh, capacity to turn people around at the border at 5,000 per day. Now, we'll have to see the final text, but it's a little bit, you know, being overly critical of it is a little bit like telling Ed McMahon, no, I want $2 million. You take this $1 million check and go home. You know, we, we've got to be realistic about where we are. Again, let's wait and see the text of it, um, but, that, but that's what I know for now. All right. Senator Kevin Kramer, North Dakota. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank Folks, you, quick, you betcha. Quick break, and um, Legal Beagle Greg Jarrett going to tell us about all these weaponized cases against Donald Trump. I can't believe it. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. Help, help. <laughs> 